Hello. Are you a cat now? No, I'm singing our theme song. Or not a theme song. Oh. Opening song. I think our theme song should just play. Play the intro song. (laughs) Roll the intro. All right. Thank you to our team for rolling the intro. (laughs) We're in the stew. You guys are the best (laughs) back there. I see you, Kyle. Live from sunny Los Angeles, California, we are now recording. Yeah, we are. So today, I wanted to start off the podcast just, you know, doing a little bit of talking. Um, I was inspired by those Twitter posts. I'm sure you've seen them if you're a Twitter user. And it's just like a picture of a girl just taking a selfie or whatever. And it says, what you mad about today? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? So tell me, what you mad about today? What am I mad about today? Um, Starting this off on a positive note, you know? (laughs) Okay. I don't know what I'm mad about today. Um, I didn't get enough sleep. Mm, I woke up hungover. I'm pretty mad about that. You can't really. (laughs) Trump is still president. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I think we're all mad about that. What are you mad about? Um, Gosh, I don't know. I had something in mind when I wrote this question now i'm mad briar's not here (laughs) (laughs) i'm very mad no i'm mad at my brother you should be mad about your car getting towed oh i'm mad because my car got towed and i had to pay 160 dollars to get it back it was supposed to be 210 (laughs) dollars but hugo said oh wait let me just let me just tell the whole story so last week we're at Briars recording our podcast, you know, having a good old time. We're there for like four hours. And I was We're there parked. Late. I know. I was parked in this spot that said, um, this spot is for getting mail only. It's a five minute parking spot. But it was 10 p.m. when we got there. And there are 10 of, not 10, but there's more than five of these spots that say these are five minute parking spots for getting mail. I feel like 10 was accurate. There was a lot of these spots, like more than needed to pick up mail. Yeah. Like it's obviously a trap to get money. And so there's those spots and there's no other parking spots in the entire apartment complex. Mind you, we have parked here before in the daytime (laughs) and we have not had any issues. Truth. So we parked there. Well, I parked there specifically. Hugo was my passenger. <laughs> and um, we go in, we do the podcast, we play some Fortnite, which, by the way, is my new favorite game. It's so fun. Have you played it since we were there? No, I didn't. Know, so you can confirm getting it on the Mac? Confirmed, okay. yes. I'm going to download it as we speak. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So, yeah, Fortnite's super fun. I've been playing that a lot. Um, but we were playing that, and we left at, like, 1 a.m. And we go out there, and my car's not there anymore. Her- car it was just disappeared gone gone. not there so we're like sitting there kind of in disbelief and we're just like is it really gone we're walking around and then finally this guy is like staring at us from a window and he goes hey was that your car it was so creepy i was like why is this guy looking at it the dude barely spoke english he was like is that your car and we're like yeah that was our car and he goes the tow truck the tow truck come and take your car we're like great perfect fucking awesome so we call briar we're like hey that spot you told us to park in yeah the car got towed (laughs) should have made him pay 
<laughs> so so we called the tow truck at fucking 1 a.m. And they tell us it's going to be 210 fucking dollars to get this car out of the tow truck yard thing. Mm-hmm. And to top off the cherry, we couldn't even get it that night. And Briar lives in bumfucked, like in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's at least an hour drive from where we live. It's like the desert between Air- between Arizona and California. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Basically the outskirts of that. So yeah. we had to Uber back from there back to Alyssa's house. And that was like a $40 Uber ride home. Oh my God, it was. Yes. It was a $40 Uber ride home. And then and there was this guy in the parking lot. And we were waiting uh, for the Uber and he was driving around in circles over and over again. We were like, what is this guy? He doing? was passionate about it, though. He's <laughs> like, they come around here and they, that's how they make their business. The owner just walks around and takes these cars away. And that's how they do it. They took my mama's car. They took my grandma's car. They took my sister's car. You know, Thanksgiving people come here and they take everybody's car. That's how they make their money. And we're just like, we just want to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. Like, I get it. I but he was talking about he's like yeah basically everyone who parks here like gets towed and yeah. he talked to the apartment complex and they said we'll just park outside of the car the apartment complex don't park in the five minute mail getting spots or whatever but where's a safe place outside of the apartment complex if you're gonna visit your friend or your family there where is the safe place for you to park outside like you don't know what's gonna happen to your car if you're parking outside of that property but not even that like no one is going to be using the male parking skirt like the male parking spot at fucking yeah. midnight no. like no one is gonna park there so they 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 just purely did it for money mm-hmm. so anyway we we drive out to the place the next day in the morning they're only open 8 a.m to noon so just to put things in a perspective for you there was a strip club next to the tow truck yard <laughs> which is in the middle of fucking nowhere like you would never guess that it's a tow truck yard you know like in grand theft auto where they meet up in the middle of like junkyards and shit. That's yeah. what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. So we show up and there's like two or three people there waiting to get their car. It takes like 30 minutes for the lady to come up to the window. Mm-hmm. And everybody in front of us is like haggling their way. Like <laughs> Everyone. I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to go there and tell them I'm super poor. Like they're going to be, they're going to feel so bad for me. Turns out everyone does that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was haggling. But okay. So what was fucked up is that everybody was like $180, 100 whatever. For you, it was $210 because it was further out. So the lady tells Alyssa it's going to be $210. And Alyssa, like, locks up, freezes up. And, like, I like this bitch is getting ready to pull out her credit card. And I'm just, like, <laughs> push her aside. And I'm like, hey, ma'am, we just paid our rent. It was the third of the month. We're like, ma'am, we just paid our rent. Is there anything you can do to help us? And she's like, I can waive the gate fee. Which, listen to this, a $50 gate fee. Listen to this bitch's excuse as to why they charge a gate fee. She's like, because it's the weekend and we don't have to be open. (laughs) Bitch. That's like telling people, like, you go to Chipotle and they're like, it's $9 for Chipotle and then a $10 door fee because it's the weekend and we don't have to be open. Like, do you see? That sounds so fucking stupid. That is stupid. So she waves the $50 gate fee and it comes down to $160. We're like, thank you, ma'am. We will take it. Yeah. We will take it. So we finally saved your Jetta. 
<laughs> we go get her. She's in the parking lot. The other guy in front of us was like inspecting his car. He's like, I know you guys did something. Yeah. Too. <laughs> he was like, oh, there was a scratcher that wasn't there before. He's like trying to fuck them like, over for you money. Got your car. I just wanted my car back so bad. Like that whole night waiting until we get up in the morning and go get it. I had anxiety. I was like, I just want my car. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know to why. It. Like, what did you think was going to happen to your car? I don't know. It's just very unsettling knowing that it's not in your possession. And you have to pay <laughs> to get it back. Like, it, it's just, like, imagine, it, it's, like, hold, held hostage. Yes. Isn't it kind of crazy that anybody can just fucking take your car without your knowledge? <laughs> yeah. And, like, you crazy. have no clue where it is. I, I I don't know how that's even legal, though. I know. It's crazy. And, like, imagine if someone could just buy a, a tow truck. I'm sure yeah. you can't. Well, but. It, what was even more messed up is that nowhere on... The, the parking spot, nowhere on it did it say cars will be towed. It just said five-minute mill parking spot, but yeah. it didn't say violators will be towed or anything like that, which I don't even know mm-hmm. if that's legal for them to do. True, but I didn't have time to fight it. No. Well, that's why. They're, they're fucking bottom feeders, like fucking scumbags <laughs> of the earth. That's true. So, <sighs> that's what I'm mad about. I'm also mad because I've been watching my little brother, <laughs> and he is just such a handful. He doesn't listen to a thing I say. I took he him called swimming. me fat. <laughs> he did call you fat. I took him swimming today, and I was. We were there for at like the an pool? hour. Yeah, at the pool at your place. Yeah, and we were there for like an hour, and then I was like, "Okay, let's go." Like, I wanna, I wanna go home now. And he's just staring at me, laughing. And he's like, <laughs> "Wait," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll wait." I wait. Was five he minutes. in the pool, or was he? Yeah, he was of in the pool. pool. He was just chilling in there. And then I go, "Okay, let's let's go, let's go." And he goes, "Wait, hold on." And so we're there for like an hour, and then these people show up. They look like hoodlums, and they're sh- smoking in the chairs next to me. So now I'm getting secondhand smoke. <laughs> and I have Tyler in the pool. My Tyler's my little brother. And he's going, wait, I don't want to leave. And like he just sits there and talks to himself and makes jokes. He's like, I want to smoke crack. He's like, my crack is showing. He's crack, obsessed crack, crack. with crack. He's always talking about crack. <laughs> he is. Like, I don't know. He, he really watches is. too much TV. Like, Ugh. Anyway, he was just talking about crack and like I was like, let's go, let's go, I wanna go. And he just wouldn't get out of the pool and like I can't go drag him out because then it's just gonna make everything worse. He would like hit me or scream at me and just cause a scene. So Do you I ever hit him there, back? Like, no. Um he hasn't hit me in a very long time, like since probably in a couple of years, because I've been I haven't lived with him in a couple of years until I got back from Florida. So he's nineteen? Yeah, he's 19. When we were little, we would fight a lot, but now, like, not so much. Like, he knows if I, if he hits me, I would call the police. <laughs> like, I will not stand for that. Take your ass away, bitch. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it's not acceptable for adults, even if you're special. Um. <laughs> so, so, have you found love yet? <laughs> Honestly. Like, I know you're on Tinder. I know you're on, like, dating apps. Like, I'm not on Tinder, actually. I have not been on Tinder in a very long time. So you're not looking for love? No, I'm letting love find me. Aww. I decided I'm going to stop looking. Maybe at the looking. Taco Bell drive-thru? <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to stop looking and something will come to me. I just have a feeling that something will come naturally. I don't want to be looking for it. Maybe in LA. Which, by the way, do you want to tell them about your move? <gasps> oh my gosh. So we're going to have to figure out how to do the podcast over the internet. <laughs> oh, this is going back to Mickey's world. I am, but this time in California. How are you so obsessed? Okay, so I didn't even know. Okay, so what happened? Are Is it the same thing as a college program or what's the difference between you interning and... 
Yeah, I'm doing the Disney College program again, but this time it's in California. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's super small in California. In Disney World, I know they accept probably, this is a rough estimate, but I'd say like 5,000 people every Holy semester shit. for like doing the college program there. What about at Disneyland? And Disneyland is like 300 people. Holy crap. Yeah. So, I mean, you probably got put at the front of the line because you did it already in Florida. Yeah, probably. And I have like a good record if they were to look at that. But that's fun because I'm way more likely to come out to L.A. or to Anaheim Mm -hmm. to see you there. Yeah. I'm so excited. And next week I'm going to visit. Uh, My friend Sam is coming who lives in Florida and we're going to Disneyland. So I get to scope out the area, see where I'm going to be living and stuff. And it's just really cool for me because I want to go into the film industry. And I know that it's mostly all there in L.A. and Hollywood. And I could get stupid little odd jobs, but anything to help build my resume, you know. That's kind of crazy. You're just dropping everything to go find your dream. Why it's not? Scary. We're all going to die I hear soon. You. I hear you. Life is short, you know? I mean, you're not tied down. You don't have anything that, like, keeps you here. Like, fuck it. Do yeah. it. Go. Most exactly. people can't do that shit. Yeah, I want to do it while I can before I have any problems. I mean, worst case, you sleep in your car. My brother did that. He moved out to San Diego, and he slept in his car. Wow. And he, like, worked for catering companies and just did, like, little odd jobs here and there. And But he was there for, like, two months. Yeah. So, I mean, if he could do that from his car, you can definitely do it from a paid internship. <laughs> yeah. Well, during the internship, we have housing. So, it's kind of like dorms like they had in Florida. So, I'll have housing from August to January at least. And then after January, I just have to find somewhere to live, which should be easier because I'll meet other people who are doing right. the college program who are also looking to stay and going to be looking for apartments. So, I'll have roommates, potential roommates. So, it's just really an easy way for me to get moved out there, and I need to move out there. Do you know what job you're going to be doing? Or um, do you find out after? I don't know go, yet. Do you it's have to go through easy. training again? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Completely. It's probably going to be mostly the same, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do the podcast. We'll probably Skype, and we can <laughs> yeah. always just record it through Skype or something. Yeah, I know there are a lot of podcasts, like the one we were just listening to, Dear Hank and John. Um, they're brothers, and they're in different states, and they do it, so... Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then, so when Sam comes, we're also going to go to a ghost town. Oh, yeah. So out here in Arizona, there is a ghost town called Jerome, Arizona. And there is a hotel called the Standard Hotel. And it's super haunted. I wanted to stay there, but it just it's not in the books. So <laughs> we will just explore and do a little ghost tour. Maybe I heard there is like a ghost burger, like just like a burger place that will... The Haunted there, Hamburger. The Haunted Hamburger. That's what, it's That's what it is, yeah. But it should be fun. We will tell you guys all about our ghost stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should start doing videos. I know you talked about it, but like yeah. we should start recording our podcasts and then doing vlogs as well. Yeah. I I was going to vlog, but I was just like, you know, I just had a bad day and I'm exhausted from being with my brother. I just didn't. It's really hard. It's, it's a lot of work to vlog. Yeah. You have to be so committed to it and... Maybe it becomes natural after you've done it for a while, but like starting off is hard when you don't have anyone watching. Yeah. It's just you. It takes a while. Yeah. So today we are going to be reading questions from our listeners, uh, giving advice to people who have sent us emails asking us for advice. We want to be your best friends. (laughs) You know, if you don't have a best friend, we will be your best friend, but... 
you know, we asked you guys to send us in our questions, and surprisingly, we actually got a number of them. So we're going to read off some of the more compelling ones we found. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to send us more questions, we actually put up a website as well. So feel free to visit that. And the website is thewavespodcast.com. Make sure you add T-H-E. Don't go to Waves Podcast. Some fucking weirdo just made a weird podcast about like stories and shit like that. Fuck that. Just go to thewavespodcast.com and um, you can submit questions from there as well. And we'll be more than happy to read them. But we also have a playlist on there. If you guys want to hear it, you know, all the way back to our first podcast, you can listen to it from there as well. Um, yeah, Alyssa. Okay. So what's one of the first questions that we got? All right. So our first question, uh, I'm going to omit the name. Some people added their names. So they said, dear Hugo and Alyssa, I have gone on four dates with this guy from Tinder and we're going out to a fancy dinner next week. At what point should I start paying? Okay. So wait, (laughs) hold on. She's going to go out on a date and when should she start paying? Yeah, so she's been going on dates with this guy from Tinder. Uh Uh-huh. And they're about to go on their fourth date, which is a fancier date, I guess. And And she she doesn't know when she should start paying for dinner. So she hasn't been doing it yet. Yeah, so apparently he's been paying the whole time. So, I mean, I feel like finance is always kind of a tough subject. Yeah. Like starting out in a relationship. But I would say if he's already paying, it doesn't sound like he has much of an issue to continue paying but if you just feel bad about it you should probably just you know when you get the check at one point just say you know i'll pay for dinner or even before you go out to dinner and you're making plans say hey let's go out to dinner on me like mm-hmm. you've been paying for them all of it like this time let's just go out on me my treat okay. and i feel like that's just a good opening i know that when when nick and i started dating he was just he was a college student and then he still is so he didn't really have enough money to pay for anything but mm-hmm. I never expect him to pay for anything right now because I know he doesn't have money. But the few times that he does offer to pay, like it's super appreciated because I know that he doesn't have much. But when he does have something, he does pay. So definitely, you know, be proactive and just ask if, you know, just offer to pay for them. I I don't think that they will uh, think it's bad. I think that it's a good start, especially at four dates. What do you think? I don't know. This one was super tough for me because I... It's been a long time since I've dated anyone, guys. <laughs> if you know me, you know that. Yeah. But um, it's super weird for me. Like, I don't like when people pay for me. Like, it makes me uncomfortable when a guy's, like, paying for the movie or paying for dinner. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like, ooh, like, See, I should be paying. That's weird. Because, because, like, I always figured, like, and, and I hate this. Like, I hate it has to be this way and, like, the whole fucking gender role thing. Yeah. But, like, I feel like just classically, traditionally, the guy typically always pays for first dates yeah but like now it's becoming more more popular for the person to pay for their own shit and like even when Mm -hmm. i was dating or when i started dating nick he was surprised that i paid for anything because he had been going on dates and when i paid for him he was like this is the first time that a guy's ever paid anything for me and it's like Hmm. like i that just blows my mind that people yeah pay for their own stuff but i guess that's just becoming more and more common nowadays but it's um, so weird to me though. Like, so I feel both sides. Like, I feel I don't want to make a guy pay, but then I also feel if I were to pay for myself, like I don't want him to feel like 
less manly or like less in charge you know because right. like, i feel like guys need to have that like oh i'm paying for this girl like right i'm taking charge of this date or something i don't know how to explain it i'm not a dating expert but no i hear you because it's almost like it's his alpha male role to pay for yeah your stuff. and then if you're paying for it i feel like he's just sitting there like oh i'm like eating this food that this my girl paid for yeah i don't know i mean i feel like in the initial stages of dating you definitely have to just go with the flow if he's already already paying then it sounds like it's something that he wants to keep doing mm-hmm. um but if you don't feel comfortable with it then that's when you should just do the first step or the first move and just start offering to do it and just go from there if he says no 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 let me keep paying for it then um you know you can say no like honestly like it'll be my treat like you can pay for dinners and stuff but let me just take you out this one time or something like that just so that you feel that you're also um putting in something like you're still collaborating something and it's not all just him but i mean it's if you're already at uh, four dates like it's you should be open enough to be able to communicate at this point and start making those decisions you know yeah listen to hugo but it's just it's weird to me that people i don't know i it, i've always known that the guy pays yeah so. But it's I get where you're coming weird. from, for sure. Not a bad thing. Next question. So this one, okay, so this one is a tough one, and it's one that I have personally been in, but um, hmm. like I, I have seen my best friend cheating on their significant other. It's a very tough spot to be in. Um, but this one says, uh, my best friend is cheating on their significant other. What should I do? Is it my place to say something or should I back them up as a best friend and support their decision? Hmm. Alyssa, what do you think? That's super hard. I mean, I have, I'm all for telling the truth and not cheating on your significant other. Obviously I'm not a relationship expert as I've stated before, but um, I just believe in telling the truth and not hiding things. So even if they are my best friend, you know, I don't know. It might ruin our friendship, but like, I just believe in the truth and I would try to tell her significant other, but I would try to, I, mean, I would just be like, Hey, please don't tell them that I told you. Like, I know that sounds super you would shady. Tell them? I would tell their significant other. Yes. I, I don't know that I would. <laughs> because like, you just can't like if, if my boyfriend was cheating on me, I would want his friend to tell me. I wouldn't want to be like in denial or like just have that happening without me knowing. I'd rather know. But would you rather know from them directly or their friend? Well, they're not going to tell you. Why would they tell you? See, okay. So here's the way that I see it. I think that if you're the best friend, you should, I, I don't feel like it's your place to tell the other person because you don't know what's going on in the relationship. You don't know what's happened. Like you might not be seeing the full picture. So I feel like you should work with your best friend to like a find out what underlying problems are because cheating just doesn't come out of nowhere. Like I feel like Mm -hmm. it comes from a problem. So I feel like you should try to find out why they're cheating. If there's something that they're not happy with, if there's something that they're upset about and at that point, it's like, okay, helping them find something that works better for a relationship or even if it's just like I'm not happy, then finding them a way to get out of it. But yeah. I feel like just – I feel like there's ways to fix it where if you just tell them – you know, if you go around their back and tell them that they've been cheating, you're just instantly going to break everything. I don't I know. I don't know. I still feel like they should tell them that they cheated, but I feel like the way that it's done and who tells them is is very important, at least for the other person, you know? 
Yeah, I see what you mean by that. I just think, I don't see how a relationship could continue after cheating. Like Most can't. I've never. Most can't. And and me personally, it wouldn't in my relationship either. Like if I yeah. found out that there was cheating, like it's just, that's a no-no for me. Like it's never been something that I would allow. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I would prefer to hear it from the right person and that would be them directly. Like I, I don't know. I feel like it would fuck me up more to find out that m- someone else knows and I don't. Like that would fuck it up more for me. Yeah. So I think, person, that you should talk to your friend, find out why they're doing this and what's causing this behavior and if there's something that you can help with or maybe just – you know, maybe they just need someone to vent to and they don't realize what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, just just I feel like help them see where the wrong thing that they're doing is because there's more to it than they're just cheating. I promise you. Yeah. Next okay. question. Um, our next question. I have been dating this guy for three months now and he never shows affection or kisses me, but he always tells me over text how much he misses me and wants to kiss me. What should I do? Should I make the first move as the girl or should I let him take charge? I really like him, but at the same time, I don't want to waste my time. Huh. That is super sketchy. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think, Hugo? He might be shy. Yeah, yeah. Lost shy boy. And I feel like there's always those relationships where you text them forever. Mm -hmm. And then when you meet him in person, it's so fucking awkward. And it's almost like the dynamic is very different. Yeah, like people are just different in person than they are over text. Yeah. And I feel like if he's definitely telling you over text that he wants to kiss you, then maybe you should make the first move. I don't feel like, I don't know why he wouldn't keep bringing it up. Yeah. Maybe text him and be like, hey, if you want to kiss me, then make the first move. <laughs> text yeah, him that. Yeah, that's a good call. Or maybe just tell him, like, I want you to, yeah, like, just, I want you to make the first move or just validate him and say, I want you to kiss me too. Yeah, if you haven't been doing that, which But three yeah. months, that's a long time. That is. I can't imagine three months without any physical affection. That's weird. Yeah. Well, and they're even saying he never shows affection or kisses me. Yeah. I mean, how are you dating? Yeah, seriously. Well, definitely consider how you guys met and how you started bonding. If you guys met mm-hmm. online and you guys have only been texting and it's you guys don't see each other much, then definitely the dynamic might be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, three months, that's a long time. I don't know. He might just be really shy. Definitely. Since it's been three months, like really you need to talk about it. Like bring it up. Even if it might be uncomfortable, say, hey, like... I really need some affection. I need some physical attraction between us or like this isn't going to work out because you're obviously feeling uncomfortable if you're asking for advice about it. Yeah. And Um, I mean, they might be saying the same thing about you. Maybe. You know, so maybe you should. I don't know. Definitely talk to them about it. Just be open. Three months is a long time. Yeah. Like just fucking talk to them. Yeah. You should know them by now. Person. (laughs) Um. And, well, a perfect example of this, my friend, her boyfriend didn't say I love you until, like, four months in. And is they, that a long time? I feel like it is. Huh. I, well, yeah, that's a long time. Okay. Um. Well, I feel like it's a long time if... Well, he's told her that he loves her over text, but he never mm-hmm. says it in person. Or when she says I love you, he never says it back. Oh, that's weird. But now they do. So maybe it just takes time. Maybe they just need to get acquainted. 
Depends on the person. Yeah, people are weird. <laughs> <laughs> do we have another question? Um, we do. Okay, so this one says, my name is Brandon, and I am... Oh, fuck, we're taking out the names. Okay, well, <laughs> you said it yourself, sir. My name is Brandon, and I am now 29 years old. I work at a restaurant waiting tables, and I don't feel like I'm really going anywhere in my life. I've tried to go into college, but it's just not for me. Ditto. My girlfriend of five years says that she wouldn't consider marrying me until I find a better job and make more money, but I feel too depressed and unconfident to even interview for a better job. Plus, who would want to hire a 29-year-old server to work at an office? What should I do? Oh, my gosh. This is rough. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely a tough spot to be in, especially if you have pressure from your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's never too late to start again. So 29 mm-hmm. is definitely still a pretty ripe age. Yeah. Um, you're still not 30. <laughs> and even 30 is young. When I was young, I thought 30 was super old. But now, like, being 23, I feel like 30 is young still. Just around the corner. <laughs> Just around the corner. No, but you definitely still have room to grow and to change and to reinvent yourself. So, mm-hmm. I, and I could definitely understand why the girlfriend wouldn't want to marry him. I mean. Yeah, I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have goals, at least, like, like set some goals for yourself. Say, hey, girl, like, I am going to start school in the fall. Um, I'm going to apply to all these jobs. And it's so easy. Just apply to jobs. Yeah. And you might get denied from some, which will take a load off your back. You definitely you know? will get denied from some. Just <laughs> tell yourself that. You will. Yeah. And just be like, you know what? Whatever. It's not the job for me. But when you get a job, it's the job for you. They're, the employer is looking for people that are going to fit with their company. So right. if they see something in you, then they see something in you. And if you just keep going to interviews, someone's going to see something in you. Exactly. And like I said, like you're never too old to reinvent yourself. So just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean that that's all you're set out to do. So mm-hmm. think of a job that you would enjoy, whether it's, you know, it could be something entry level, obviously, like customer service or, yeah. you know, if you like helping people or if you're good at sales, maybe you could do sales and make some extra money there. But just start somewhere. You don't have to leave serving, serving and then just become an executive. Like you can definitely just start out somewhere entry level at an office. There's definitely plenty of jobs to do that. So don't give up. 29 is still pretty young for sure. So Mm -hmm. keep looking and don't be so hard on yourself. There's definitely, I'm sure you have a lot of value to bring to whatever company you decide to go to. I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it. We got, that's, that's our answer. <laughs> that That's our answer, sir. Brandon. <laughs> so awkward. Um, waiting tables. There's, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is, you know, I'm only going to be doing it for like five months and I'm already out of it. Yeah. It's not hard to get out. And look at you. <laughs> I mean, when you're a server too, it gives you so many skills. It gives you great time management skills, great multitasking. And you get to pick off the French fries. <laughs> No, I've yeah. never served. I want to know, but but <laughs> I, if I did, I would. <laughs> customer service, you know, you'll a great customer service voice. You'll develop, and that'll help you. Yep. Anyway, our next question. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I think this is going to be our last question. Hugo and Alyssa. I recently found out that my parents think I'm gay, and they keep asking me if I like if I think guys are hot or cute. This is very uncomfortable. Although I have had experiences with guys before, I'm not sure if I really like guys or girls. 
At this point, I just want them to stop asking, but I don't think I'll stop experimenting either. Should I come out to them and tell them? What if I'm not really gay? I'm not sure what to do. Hmm. That's a hard one. <laughs> I feel like you should take this one. <laughs> I'll have little tidbits when I think about this. Um. Yeah, that's definitely a very tough situation. The positive side is that it sounds like your parents are supportive. Yeah. So even if you were to come out to them or even tell them that you've been experimenting, that they would be supportive. But I mean, I totally get if that's not something you feel comfortable coming out with. Obviously, telling your parents that you've hooked or hooked up with people probably isn't a very comfortable thing to tell them. But no. um, I would say take it slow. You there definitely isn't really a deadline for you to figure out who you are and who you want to be. You definitely have a lot of room to experiment still. Um, and as for your parents, I, you know, whatever. If they think you're gay, then great. But you don't really have to give them an answer. And if you're still experimenting with guys or girls, just decide who you are. And I mean, keep in mind that there's definitely a lot more fluid sexualities nowadays. You don't have to be black or white. You don't have to be you know, straight or gay, like you could definitely still be bisexual. You could still be fluid. Um, maybe you don't like either of them. Maybe you just like sex or maybe you're asexual and you don't need a person to love you. I mean, there, you could go either way nowadays. Like you don't have to box yourself in and just because your parents think you might be one way, that doesn't mean you are. But I can definitely get the whole them asking you thing. I, You know, maybe I would just tell them, hey, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. And I feel mm -hmm. like that alone would be very eye-opening to them. The fact that you haven't figured it out. You yeah, know? you could tell them that. Um, it sounds like they are supportive. I never even thought of that. You could just tell your parents you don't know. You haven't figured it out. Yeah. And you don't... Hopefully they would just get that and they'll understand. And be like, oh, I mean, I get that. He just doesn't know. doesn't have enough experience to have a say yet on what he likes. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would definitely say that... It's almost a good problem to have the fact that your parents think you're gay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just because it tells you that they're open and that they're willing to love you whatever way you decide to go. But uh, I would say just definitely don't feel like you have to fit in the box or in the mold. There are definitely lots of boxes and molds you can fit into nowadays. And I can tell you society is very open to whatever box you decide to fit into. So <laughs> definitely... Uh, look at more LGBTQ plus communities, look up any support groups, um, you know, any hotlines or uh, phone numbers that you can call for support. Just give them a call and see um, what help they can provide to you, because I can tell you that there's definitely a lot of resources nowadays. So mm -hmm. don't give up. Keep <laughs> playing around. Lots of crevices and places you could oh, find yes. out if you like or not. <laughs> Ew. And just talk to your friends too. Like it doesn't have to be as dramatic as calling a helpline. Like yes. talk to people you trust and like your best friend or something and just be like, Hey, like I'm struggling with this and what do you think I should do? And friends are really helpful and they'll give, they'll give you good insight because they know you better than anyone else. Probably like your best friend probably knows you better than even your parents do. So right. that'll help. And I, I feel like I've, it's becoming more common nowadays for people to think there are like, straight all the way up to their 30s i mean for god's sakes people get married and find out that they're they're actually gay after the marriage it's a shitty situation to be in but like yeah 
you only live one life. Like just because you're set in one way currently doesn't mean you have to be that way throughout the rest of your life. You can still change and like I keep saying, reinvent yourself. So definitely keep experimenting and and keep exploring yourself. It doesn't mean you have to hook up or go around, but just definitely go deep within and find yourself and find out who you want to be. And, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Do you want to have a family? Do you want kids? Like, I feel like that could help you figure out a lot of who you are and who you want to be. Um, if you don't want kids then maybe you don't need a woman, but I mean, for me, cause I'm gay for me, it was, I could have sex with either gender, but I couldn't fall in love with the girl. I can only fall in love with a guy or I only had feelings for a guy as much as I try to like a girl. Um, emotionally, it just would never happen. So that for me was a big eye opener. Um, that's how I knew I was gay is I couldn't find any women, um, you know, I, I didn't have any affectionate ties to them. So that was my eye opener. But um, yeah, definitely just keep your mind open to whatever could happen. True. It's never too late to change, hunty. <laughs> keep your mind open. And your parents are open too. So that's yeah. good. And you're born naked and the rest is drag. So <laughs> don't worry about what anyone thinks. Yes, queen. Those were good questions. Don't forget the wavespodcast.com, T H E wavespodcast.com. Submit your motherfucking questions. Listen, share with your friends. Tell them what's up. Give us five stars on iTunes. Don't give us five stars. I don't know <laughs> if we'll get in trouble for that. Just give us a rating and leave us a comment. Tell us you're listening. Tell us where you're from. Tell us that you love us. Tell us that you hate us. Whatever it is, we take any feedback that you guys can give us. True. If you have any podcast requests, anything you'd like to hear us talk about, hear our opinion on, if you need advice, send it our way. And if you're going to be in the Disney College program, sometimes mm-hmm. between August and January, definitely reach out to Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking for friends and a possible ex-lover. <laughs> ex-lover? I'm living in California permanently, so I'm looking for something serious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to settle down until You don't even know if it's permanent. You could come back in two years. It is permanent. No, I'm going to stay there for the rest of my life until California falls off the face of the earth. Or the San Andreas fault happens. (laughs) Exactly. I cannot wait for that earthquake. It's going to be lit. That's why I'm moving there. I am so scared for you. Natural disasters. I am so scared for you. I'm just kidding. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. I love wildfires. I'm just sorry. Oh my God. That's a whole nother fucking thing. You There's could a lot die. Of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happens there, but you know, I Death think it's by exciting. wildfire. <laughs> I was in Hurricane Irma in Florida. Oh, yeah. It was super exciting. Like we were just locked up in the house. We couldn't go out by government mandated lockdown. That's crazy. crazy. You can say you've lived through a hurricane. I survived Hurricane Irma. And all I got was a stupid t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a t-shirt. Me and my roommate were just in the house playing Africa by Toto over and over and over again. So Why Africa? Because it's, I bless the rains mm. down in Africa. And it was raining super hard. And so we just turned that on every five minutes and we'd start dancing. And every time I hear that song now, I think of the hurricane. It wasn't that bad. Not the as bad rains. as Harvey, at least. Um, it, on the good side, I just finished downloading Fortnite. Yes. So I will start playing this game and hopefully not become addicted to it because when I played at Briar's house, I couldn't put the fucking controller down. <laughs> we have to play together. We're going to do duos. Okay. Yes. I'm going to open mine up. She is installed. She yes. is running. She is alive. So excited. And I am going to play. I will let you know how it goes. Yes. 
Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> I got second place the other night just from hiding. Like I had zero kills, zero shots fired. I was just hiding the whole time. Fucking, so you just camp? Yeah, like out of a hundred people. It was me and one other guy just because I was hiding. Like Who, I'm so good at did hiding. You win? No, he, he won. He eventually found but I was so close to killing him. I shot like right next to him. <laughs> it was exciting. My heart was pumping. Like I could feel it pumping yeah. out of my chest. Like when you're down to one on one out of a hundred, it's just intense. Well, and it's also because you can hear their fucking footsteps yeah. too, and when you see them running, it's like, oh god, oh god, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And that game is just so fucking like quick. Mm-hmm. It's a quick game. It's fun. It's fun. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. Remember to reach out. Reach out. We love you guys. We love. Goodbye, my little goyles. Bye. Bye. Bye.